first I'm going to test my sound, and I'm looking at this um, pavement set list from Primavera Sound. And I, I don't know, like, song names for any of the bands I like. <laughs> I I don't either. I forget them all the time <laughs> if I do. Like, I, I know all of the song names of the albums that I bought when I was, like, 14 to 17. Yeah. And then after that, I don't fucking know anything. I can't. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, of Montreal, like all their names are like 15 words long and they're all just yeah. not even modern English. Yeah. When like, I started to listen to music that like where the song names were irrelevant, I was like, all right, fuck this. So yeah, who I gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at this though. Like, obviously I recognize like stuff like range life, stereo, two mm-hmm. States, all that sort of stuff. But like, I don't remember what the hell's father to a sister of thought is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that was. Uh, blackout. I think I know transport is arranged. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know their discography probably as extensively as you do either. Um, oh, really? I thought you were a bigger fan. No, no. I like I like the first two records. It's pretty much it. Um, uh, what are they? The Slant and Enchanted and Crooked Rain. Those are one album. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, they're not. Slant and Enchanted and Crooked, Crooked Rain. Rain Crooked Rain, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's, really, that's really all. And... I only really because they're like good albums to skate to. I mean, yeah, I mean, especially Range Life. It's like made for skateboarding too. Pretty good, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I mean, I I would suggest the rest. I mean, at least uh, the next. Oh, two. I've I've heard I've heard I've heard some. Like I yeah. I listened to uh, like Wowie Zowie and uh, the one orange. Right album. in the corners. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like I've, I've I've heard them. Um, but like it came. Payment wasn't a formative band for me. Um, mm. I started listening to them later, so I yeah. was. It was like I had already, I had already gone past the point where I was like, I'm. I want to listen to everything this these fucking people have to offer. <laughs> like, I don't well, do that anymore. For whatever. When reason. was that? Then when did you get into them? It's like college. I think college. Cause that was still formative for that was like a second formative for me. I mean, like I didn't have a girlfriend or anything when I was uh-huh. I was twenty two. So like when I was like, I I got into like all the jam music and jazz and like a little bit of jazz at least, mm-hmm. like not like deep into it. When I was a teenager, got big into Tom Waits and like Audio Slave and Les Claypool and stuff like that. But then mm-hmm. when I was like a later teenager into my early twenties, that's when I started getting into Pavement, Animal Collective. Oh really? Okay. Um, that's when I heard Neutral Milk Hotel. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, that all that, all that like the Animal Collective and Neutral Milk was like middle school, high school for me. How much younger? How old are you again? <laughs> I'm 31. I'm 34. So you would have been, fuck yeah. So you were just cooler than me. Like you were just like. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think so. Because I like, would have been. You would have been 15 when I was getting into some of that. When I started getting into indie music. Yeah, but you had like a whole pedigree of shit that you were doing before that. Like yeah, this was just it. like I went I went from I I pretty much just went from like hardcore cuz like I got into skateboarding or like really young. Yeah. And then I got into hardcore and then once you kind of dig into that and start to like under like figure out how to like find shit, you know? Like a lot of that indie stuff is pretty adjacent to that in the first place. Like if right. you get into hardcore, either you you kind of become like a a, 
like a moron about it and just don't and and stay listening to hardcore right you know yeah, like, like, like the metal and stuff and it was the same sort of thing yeah like, yeah that's or my you like <laughs> yeah or you like you fucking you buy like black flags live album and like hear like a eight minute jam and then suddenly you're listening to sonic youth and shit and like you're just kind of <laughs> so that's like that's pretty much how it happened like i i it's really sonic youth i got yeah. into sonic youth like nirvana and then they got into sonic youth through that and that the bottle surfers so like yeah it's pretty much just like that stuff like the jam what you're talking about like a lot of that stuff uh i didn't even like most of it like i saw so many like i would just oh, be, yeah. well, see, like <laughs> string cheese incident and keller mm-hmm. williams and shit all the time and i just like didn't like i did i don't know i think i just liked uh being around people because i didn't have friends uh um, oh, that makes sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean that's a lot of like punk rock too i was just yeah i guess so. you know like everybody i gotta admit it all sounds the same but it's yeah. like it's it's a dance party effectively yeah i mean jam music at least did get me into jazz and stuff and blues like i mean my dad was already making all those documentaries about all those people but like, right that provided me the pathway through like the north mississippi all-stars and um carl denson and galactic mm. and like all these different groups that were like adjacent to like new orleans music and jazz and blues and like do you not what the fuck am i trying to say north mississippi all-stars would bring on would but play with like uh rl burnside and people like that and Almond brothers yeah. i saw them the first time they had a uh what's his name not junior crimbro um fuck i'm blank little milton sit in okay yeah see like that's the thing like i got in i i didn't get into the Almond brothers until like fucking three years ago when you got into <laughs> the dead what's that when you got into the dead exactly yeah 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 like, yeah, yeah now, get... like uh now so much of that like that punk stuff uh like i can't listen to it for hours as much as i want to um, yeah well as all... much as i used to you know yeah i can't imagine i mean i can't listen to anything that short that long yeah i mean like i can do it in bursts you know yeah like, I, I can put on a, a hardcore record that's like half hour on my day and that's not a big deal but like i, I don't listen to it a lot yeah, I realize actually I'm still the same way I was with like the jam band music. Part of the reason I liked it is because I could just like listen to it for hours. Yeah, um, I'm at like yeah, I've been at that speed since like probably since I started to get real into like noise and drone and like yeah, you know when like because for a long time I think through definitely through the end of middle school into like early high school, like experimental music to me was still rock bands, you know, right yeah i guess well yeah i mean i guess for me experimental music yeah, you I get thought... you you have like you have like jazz like as a background i didn't get into jazz until like except for like miles davis like kind of yeah. blue i yeah. didn't i didn't really like Pitching understand through. i was intimidated by jazz probably until like college yeah i remember like in high school i learned about ornette coleman because um there was uh my my art teacher in that little school in mississippi he had Mm -hmm. um a cd somebody made him a bunch of stuff and one of the songs on it was ornette coleman's lonely woman and it just like blew my fucking mind yeah Um, just that discordance and like how but like how it was like so discordant but so emotional and like tense yeah 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 that was the stuff that i understood first like that's what i got into first because i i started listening to noise like harsh noise and stuff like not not actually with no not noise rock or whatever right like like 16 
Cause, really? I yeah. didn't realize until I was at least like 19. They would be they oh. would share they would share the same bill oh. as like the punk punk pants. Oh. That was quick. <laughs> How's it yeah. going? Hey. Yeah, wow. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Um, I'm realizing I realized right before we got on here that um I actually I think Jennifer just told us two pieces of information and I forgot to look up anything else about you. I didn't even know your name until you just popped in here. Julia. Oh, that's all I, good. Is that your real name, Julia Wright? It is. It is. Okay. That's the right name. Right. Hi, Julia. <laughs> um, Do you think we look alike? Oh, wait. Are you guys yeah, related? Can... Or... Oh, yeah. I couldn't we're... remember if you were cousins or if, like, directly. You're or sisters, like... right? No, we're sisters. We shared sisters. for a really long time. Yeah. Wait. Are you blood sisters or, like, through? A hundred percent. He's he's fucking with you i'm not i generally don't remember we have the same biological parents okay that's what i wasn't sure i thought you before you said it was like a sister-in-law or something rob's rob's making me think that you guys don't actually look like and i'm just saying things <laughs> this we very same exact nose. we do oh yeah you guys are, yeah you gotta face the same way to do that once you once once it goes separate ways like i can't see it uh well that's fucking crazy i didn't i didn't know we were talking to jennifer's sister <laughs> um, i said hey rob we're gonna interview my sister yeah i, I, know, I, I knew that i forgot i don't remember i don't i don't remember the other two pieces of information though i remember that it's your sister and that she you do costuming yeah i do costumes props special okay. effects super cool design right. i have a degree i'm, I'm teaching full-time too Wow. Oh, wow! In in that, like yeah, you're teaching no. I hope making... to one day time transition, but right now I'm working on my master's in uh, K through five education. Oh, oh cool! Oh, and once she gets her master's, I'll be the only member of my family who doesn't have a master's degree. Wow! Uh, yeah, <laughs> I dropped out of my master's program. Who gives a shit? Rob, you might be the first person I met with a master. Like, oh no, you didn't get your master's. You're the no, first you... person I met who was in a master's program. <laughs> <laughs> right i was still technically in it and i was uh, after college too that's weird yeah. my career just doesn't need one all it needs is like portfolio samples so i'm kind of doing a sh twist around but it's gonna circle back around eventually well what do you mean is yours is required for what you're doing right you're like one well, of those I'm teaching, that, yeah yeah I, eventually i'd like to do stuff for museums like building props and exhibits and um for for kids to learn and have had hands-on education and stuff so oh, wow do you need a master's for that or is that like well, the whole kid, like the education aspects of it uh yeah I do oh, okay but the that. building of the museum props and stuff is that no you either have to just get in and work and a lot of the museum and theater work is for free to build your <laughs> resume so i have ah. three kids so that's kind of off the table yeah, that's why I stopped doing stuff like that because I just genuinely couldn't afford to keep <laughs> doing stuff for free. Yes. Um, is there like a career path? What you're talking about? Like, is there like a career involving making things to teach kids outside of like PBS? Like, how did you get into it? When we were that's growing <laughs> up together, I don't think you like were doing stuff like that. Maybe slight costume stuff. I don't know. When uh, I was well, we did. I, I made a lot of Barbie doll clothes and That's clothes true. for my dolls. And I built a lot of sets and like would make like the cat kennel, a, a trailer house. Uh, and, did you make your own dollhouses? Uh, I did out of a lot of different things. 
Um, I like I like to play in the in the forest a lot too. So, I'd... <laughs> I, yeah. You guys live next to yeah. a forest. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on and off. We moved around a lot, but uh, we we lived on a eighteen acre property for a while. Holy so, shit! Wow. I told y'all I lived in the country and didn't grow up with cable. <laughs> I didn't realize it was like to that extent though. Like eighteen acres, how? Like, it was I, like tr- a lot of it was honestly like trash land. It was like <laughs> a, like swampy, like overgrown. There was a creek though, and then my grandfather built a pond, and then he had like this area that was supposed to be a greenhouse, but he never completed it. And the house had really faulty plumbing and lights, mm-hmm. and like our friend bought the property after both of our grandparents died, and they well, assumed- our cousin. It's our cousin. Yeah, it's our. It's actually a cousin from the other side of my family. And his wife bought it, and um, they, I assume, have just been spending thousands of dollars renovating everything. Uh, <laughs> it looks really is it, cool. Is it haunted? Julie believes it is. Yeah, well, okay, I don't, I think there's a spiritual realm. I mean, there's like ghosts everywhere, but that, I mean, I definitely, there's an energy over there that's definitely the. Uh, are there really, alligators? Pretty, pretty, yeah. uh, you said- I haven't seen an alligator. We have alligator snapping turtles, which oh, those um, are fucked up. Those will yeah. <laughs> I had a friend. Off, we used to have ducks in the pond, and we don't have them anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to get because them of the alligator snapping turtles. Enough. They got yeah. them, or what happened? Yeah, yep. they ate them. Jeez, holy yeah, shit! I didn't know the thing. Do you know how a turtle kills a duck? No, it snaps it- its neck. No, I mean that, that's if the that's if the duck is lucky. It pulls it underwater until it drowns. Oh, that's smart. Wait, I feel like I wait. Do ducks not hold their breath for a long time? They're fucking ducks. What? A while, so they have to hold them under there. One Jeez, year, okay, yeah. On our pond, I don't know if Jennifer remembers this. I remember it. I know. I, it's really I, it was, yeah, there was a goose, and our I have no idea how it happened, and it got stuck and frozen in the pond so its butt was hanging out and its head was under it and it was frozen in the ice for weeks until it finally warmed up and it fell into the <laughs> that's fucking pond. cool that's crazy <laughs> that's the most metal fountain i've ever heard of my ex-girlfriend's dad uh, uh she i mean i can't tell it's just probably happened once but she talked about it like it happened every year but she said her uh, her dad had built a koi pond in her backyard and every winter they would swim to the top and freeze to death and like just get stuck in the ice too. Well, Chloe? I don't know. Oh wait, no. Or the 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 ducks. Who would get frozen? The, the, the koi. I heard, oh, heard that koi fish, they get frozen in the water and then yeah. they stay frozen. Right, okay. And then when oh, okay, it falls okay. out, they're just fine again. Oh really? Right, really? Just, Holy yeah, shit. That's what I don't know if that's true, but that's what I heard. I'm not gonna look it up. I'm just gonna accept it. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna tell everybody this. Yeah, there's yeah, some crazy form of shrimp that can dry itself out. It's that's how sea monkeys work too, where they just like dry themselves out, but they don't, and it looks like they're like dead husk corpses. But then you at when you then they like get blown into water or some shit, and then they come back to life again. Oh man, like those fucking dinosaur like eggs thing that like creep at yeah. water. That's crazy. I would like that power. I don't know. If I would like that power like, too. Like yeah. take a like long nap for like you 30 just, years. <laughs> you can just transform into a mummy whenever you want to. Or just travel. Like you just mail yourself <laughs> like a sea <seat laughs> monkey. <laughs> well, I would imagine you, how much, how much weight or how much mass could you actually lose? Like you're still kind of like. 
probably the size like, of a toddler. Oh, how I feel like we're like 75% water. I was gonna say 90, but you're probably closer. That's true. I mean, but I've seen mummies. 90. Like, <laughs> mu- like mummies aren't like they're not shrinky dinks, they're not like crazy tiny, right? They have no, they're they pretty normal. Yeah, they're like you would still <laughs> have to like you would still have to like buy them a, a seat on the airplane. I think. <laughs> At least big enough for that. Um but wait, so what are you doing now? Like Jennifer says you're like doing stuff for famous people. <laughs> um, I, I've worked at a bunch of conventions like the Walking Dead conventions and I've done a lot of like celebrity management and stuff. And so I've worked with a lot of bigger celebrities. Um, so I'm sorry, do you do props for like movies? <laughs> Yeah, I've done uh, props and makeup and and costumes for film and, and for film, theater. Okay. I'm still doing that a little bit. Um, I've had to promise my spouse I wouldn't take on any more projects, so I knocked ah. something off my to do list. Um, I recently finished uh, the play The Damn Yankees for a small theater, um, hey. and so that was. I'm really good at like here's a really tiny budget and doing stuff. Um, <laughs> But wow. I really like to do gore and like special effects. So I've made things. I've That's made uh, a dead dog. I've made a fake <laughs> dead dog. Do you do this for the theater as well? Yeah. Just well, the so that that the dead dog was for a short film, and then I made a dead okay. corpse for um, Night of the Living Dead, the theater. Is that the one oh. that made your your dogs go crazy? They didn't like it very much. Um, <laughs> They did it, and actually, the funny I probably part shouldn't have made it out of a dead dog, but you know. I didn't. I actually <laughs> I completely joke, fabricated it, and you... they said that it needed to defecate itself, so I made it where that was possible. Are you serious? They, yeah, they they that, thank God they cut that part out, but I made it where it could happen. I'd love to hear the mechanics of how you did that. All right, so I took PVC pipe and I made like a skeleton. And then I wrapped that in foam for the muscle. And then I like kind of duct taped some like big bags inside of it. And then I cut it a little hole, right? So Mm -hmm. if if it needed to happen, it could get squeezed and it could come out. And then I um, put over that, I put leather. And then it was, so in the movie, it was an Afghan hound. Uh And um, so I hand sculpted its paws and its face. And then I... Got, I got a paper mache uh, a bunch or... of weaves. No, I got a bunch of weaves. Oh. And I hand glued rows and rows of hair and then trimmed it up. And um it it, it had like its arms could move. It was dead in, wow. in the film. It was always dead. So uh, what did you it, make the defecate? It got thrown around a lot. <laughs> well they, they cut that. Thanks oh, no, so they then that, so... but I was like, it's there if it needs it. It was just there if you like, so they just had the intestine, but they didn't. Have it was in the script. And they, well, so the thing was, is they were like, we're going to pay two grand for to have this taxidermy um, lady turn a dead coyote into this dog unless you can make it for cheaper. Mm-hmm. So I made that thing. And they said, if you make it, we'll give you the whole cost of the amount. So I, I spent 200 bucks. And pocketed the difference. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, well, yeah. wait, hang on. They were gonna get a coyote, the taxidermy person, to turn a coyote into a dog. Yeah, an Afghan. You can do yeah. that. Can you just go to a taxidermy and like kill something like tiny and be like, turn this into a bear? 
There's actually, I actually do know quite a bit about this. There is a bunch of um, different legal issues when it comes to like dead remains and stuff. Like uh-huh. there's a ton of different animals that you have to be indigenous to have in your house, or you can get a lot of trouble. Really? Um, really? Yeah. Um, like eagle feathers and stuff. Oh, right. oh I have heard that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we yeah. in like elementary school. Like, yeah, if you see an eagle feather, don't touch it. <laughs> and then a lot of the laws aren't actually about the body. It's about disposing of bodies properly. Mm-hmm. So um, I think if you have a dog, um, you have, I mean, I'm sure it's, it's state by state, but I think um, with concerns of pets, you have to like report it or bury it. Technically, I'm sure a lot of people don't yeah. do that, but um, so is a coyote and a lot of people that I guess have Afghan hounds. That's a, a lot of money. So I don't think. <laughs> Most of those people probably get their dogs cremated, which was actually what the short mm. film was about. So I had to set up little fake bones inside of the crematory. Like it was a real oh. kennel. And it was, I didn't like that. Somebody, the guy with the boomstick up, like he was holding it and he slapped uh-huh. his elbow and it hit the, the top of the, the, um, the fire. Like the, and, and <laughs> I have never, I just about peed myself. Oh, wow. I was like, nope, because it's like a like a garage that just uh-huh. gets a really hot furnace. And I thought that thing was shutting when I was setting up all these. Oh, geez. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to take a minute. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It was really funny. My last gig that I got, he had actually seen this short film that I did with his dead dog. And he said, oh, I remember that prop. That was a really cool prop. He said, you made that? And I was like, I did make that. You've seen my short film? Like that's, I mean, small Tennessee short film industry. Like, Yeah. What's the, uh, do, you, do you want to give the name of the short film? Oh yeah. It's called Friend of a Friend. Friend so of a Friend. It's about a, a veg. I think he's vegan, vegetarian, who goes to work for his uncle who owns a pet crematorium. And he's having to deal with all of these um different dying animals and their owners oh geez so, wow Ooh, and i i did all i did the all of the art department that's so. sort of a hard I, one to find i guess because that's a very common name like i'm just finding something about like sexual assault that's not good yeah <laughs> <laughs> no that's it, I, I thought it was i thought it was gonna be like a like an like a horror like a gross out horror film but it's mm-hmm. like it sounds like a very kind of like uh like kind of dramatic look into grief and loss and stuff and they yeah. wanted to they wanted the dog to shit itself that's crazy oh well, they, they cut <laughs> it i want to, it. Oh, I want to see that original script out. i would love to know how that fit in did they burn um, your model did they like burn all that we all those weaves <laughs> no actually i saved it under my son's bed because i didn't have a place for it for a while but when we moved <laughs> I finally got rid of it. <laughs> oh, did your son know? <laughs> he, he did. You keep he did. asking for a dog. Here you go. Well, we have we have three, and I actually I took one of my dogs and I molded their paw prints. So one of my dogs, their little paw prints, was actually the dog's paw prints. Oh wow! So. Does that feel weird to then see what everything happens with it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so sometimes I'm like, well, I wonder. I'm like, where did that prop go? I don't know. I made a lettuce costume one time. A lettuce costume. And so, yes. Like a head of lettuce it, or like a, a wedge. Like he was, he was, he was a lettuce. Like he was. I took hula hoops and then I 
hand cut all of these leaves. Oh, it's like a full head of lettuce. He was a full head. He had little sprouts coming on his head. This is for your this so. is for your son? Oh no, that was it's for a uh, music video. Oh, a music video. Mm-hmm. It's what like, was what was the role of the lettuce? Uh, <laughs> so apparently the band just had this inside joke and it was like lettuce pray kind of thing or something. Mm. But it's this um punk rock band called the Ap- Appetites out of Knoxville. The so. Appetites? They're called the appetites. Okay, so I, I can see the food. You can check them out. You could probably, I think it's called static, static something. I know, but. Um, when did you decide to go into that when you got into college? Uh, well, actually, I was going to go and pursue digital media, but, um, and I like running cameras a little bit, but I really like hands-on art and I like weird tasks that, people don't they're like i don't i don't know what to do here i like i like doing that um and and kind of coming up with stuff i still i'm still doing it a little part-time so my husband he's an illustrator Hmm. and um he'll ask if he gets stuck on something he'll he'll ask me what i would do or how how it moves because a lot of people they see all these cool cartoons and they want to like cosplay these cool cartoons but these cartoons are you know 2d and they don't have to move or go to the bathroom right um so when people actually want to make that they're like oh i don't know what to do here so you just hatch at the hatch at the bottom (laughs) (laughs) sometimes (laughs) your husband you said he's an illustrator like Mm -hmm. is he is he doing animation then or is he doing he's just doing freelance work right now so he's um doing illustration he's i'm trying to he um he does a lot he did some d uh nope it was called friends of the d and d but the last thing he did was d and d characters and um we just finished something for bud light where he drew out a bud light night and then we um got with our friends which is hal fx who's a friend that we work with and i do a lot of his seamstress work and it was um uh, if you go to the Bridgestone, that's the last project we did. Um, it's a Bud Light night, and it was completely made out of recycled beer cans and beer cardboard. And my husband, he he came up, he drew it all, and then we put it all together. So I think it's still over there, but I'm not sure. Really cool. <laughs> Man, I just went to a restaurant yesterday, and I ordered a $12 cocktail, and then the guy beside behind me ordered himself a, like, four dollar bud light and i felt like such a sad <laughs> was your cocktail just a bud light my cocktail it was a uh a so i went to an umbrella. asian fusion restaurant and oh it was no like, what was it what were they trying to fuse it with it was like you would have hated what are they it. doing it to it this a, time it was like what was it called it was like a kuju iced tea mm. okay i don't know what that means it was like it was part of their fall cocktail menu oh <laughs> and then they and they had like one drink that i almost got it was a little bit cheaper so maybe i should have and it was like it was like for goodness sake <laughs> it was oh, all like pun, man. It, it was like all pun names <laughs> yeah nine of those dollars are just going to the writers who make who come up with <laughs> <laughs> um i'm curious about a so you and your husband, like you both work visually, but you both do seemingly completely different things. Do you like 
do you ever have to like create models for him to like conceptualize what he's trying to draw or vice versa like have him draw you the things you're trying to figure out how to make um yeah we we work together quite a bit and he helps me understand um shapes a little bit better and uh it's hmm. usually me sending him a really terrible drawn picture and him, then sometimes I'll, I'll pull images of different looks and then he'll draw it. And I'm like, I, I don't know how he does it. Cause I'm like, that's what's in my mind. But if you gave me a piece of fabric, then I could, I could usually make something better. But, um, and, and we, we have a studio called rabbit trail studio and you can go check out some of that work. I think more of it might be on our Instagram page. Cause I've had a step down from taking as many um, seamstress gigs but um hmm. he and we, you'll see a lot of our collaborations um so he also like i've helped him with like makeup kind of stuff and how it should fit on the face um so studying a, a lot of people like costume design and illustration and all of that it's a lot of looking at uh bodies and stuff so like we yeah have, like, stuff like this hanging around oh weird. Um, i also i look at a lot of terrible hospital visit pictures when i'm doing special <laughs> oh yeah i was just about to ask too like you said you love you like you were real like super into like making gore and stuff of like do you just do you go I through do. i like playing with blood wow yeah. like, blood. so homicide <laughs> like uh like the like detective booklets and like photographs and stuff like you just you like you like uh, yeah. reference well, the real I things I think the last like really buddy thing I did was um, a Texas chainsaw uh, replica and she, the, the, the chainsaw was supposed to like tap her back a little bit. She didn't die, but oh. it tapped her shoulder. And so that I, I and, and I looked up. Like the skin's accidents. all shredded kind of. Oh man. Like, and I tell you the real thing <laughs> is so much worse than makeup too. Cause you're like, ah. Yeah. So, so do you actually enjoy look like, I I love horror films. I've already watched 38 of them this month, I think. <laughs> and like I always laugh hysterically at like all the insane gore and like Ricky or the story of Ricky or scanners like heads exploding and shit. But like I do end up having trouble. Like I had when I started a job at a doing tech support for a hospital students, like I my first job was I had to look up um I had to get pictures of venereal diseases to put in a powerpoint for one of the classes <laughs> and uh yeah. i can't like uh do it that it's usually well. not the kind of gore you see in the movies either I no, that's, oh, that's I rough that gore in seventh grade at my christian school they separated us in <laughs> boys and girls and they made us look at, at every the worst genitals that i've ever seen oh jeez. <laughs> I figured it just traumatize you together in that scenario, like, like <laughs> just make true. you look at each other while yeah. you're. That's it. what they should do because they separated boys and girls so that girls would only look uh, at like venereal vaginas. But uh, I feel like if you made me look at a venereal dick, that would be way scarier, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like a venereal vagina would be scarier to me than a venereal dick. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's I, what honestly, I'm I'm, about. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I can see a severed dick and be like, eh, they probably deserve it. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, it gets so dark. Sorry. Okay. That's all right. Oh. I'm usually sitting in the dark too. It's normal. <laughs> the sun was down. Um, <laughs> I remember oh. one time Julie posted out of context she was doing makeup thing and she just posted like 
a picture of just like these giant bruises on her leg. And I was like, what happened? What happened? Jeez. And it was just her doing makeup. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, I used to play this game with our mother. And this wasn't like me as a teenager. This was me like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, because I get hurt a lot too. I used to do bodybuilding and I did a lot of like outdoor stuff. And so I would play like real or fake with my mom. And she thinks <laughs> that game. Oh, wow. And it'd be like, and I, I mean, so like I broke my arm in March on a skating thing and my wrist actually was bit like. <laughs> not where it's supposed to be <laughs> and then there's a couple she's like that's that makes too good i'm like it's real and she's like ah. and then it's like okay wow. she's like stop doing this she's no concern <laughs> for she's like oh fuck i got the game wrong <laughs> <laughs> like i mean actually i'm at the er right now it's like wondering if you could let the dog out <laughs> so, oh man but I, I love gory horror movies um, and the shittier one, the better. Um, I love, especially, I think CGI is awesome, but I like to see where somebody, they set up a rig, they, they put it in motion. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure Jennifer remembers this. I'm a terrible human to watch a movie with because I'm like, analyzing. I'm like, actually, if this happens, this would happen. Just like, shut up. I'll watch the movie. The one I remember is that like when we were watching Lord of the Rings, because like usually I was the big reader of the family, but Julie read Lord of the Rings before me and was like really into it. And so we would be in Lord of the Rings and she would be talking during the whole thing about like what was happening and what was going to happen. And da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, uh, are, so you're, are you younger? Uh, I'm the young, yeah. Yo- we're pretty close. You're, we're like two years okay. apart. Okay, yeah, it's difficult to tell. Okay, so when was that? What What, what age was that? I guess I, when did the Lord of the Rings come out? I think I was thirteen when I was, I was in the fourth grade. Yeah, I was in the fourth grade when I. Oh. Yeah. So. Then I guess I was younger. I don't know. <laughs> was it fourth grade? You were in. Wait, what grade? Nine. We. Yeah, no, I that wasn't as right. Okay. Six, six or seventh when I was in fourth, because you were at uh, the middle school across the street from me okay. when I was reading these books and I could see outside. <laughs> So, um, do you have like in your head? Do you have like uh, some like your favorite horror movies that have like like your favorite practical effects in those favorite gore types? Well, I guess I have um, a lot of artists. I like, hmm. mm-hmm. uh, and I've gotten to meet. Uh, it, I don't really, and I've met a lot of famous people. But I finally, and I had actually worked with them a couple times, and I didn't get to go talk to. Them. And my work, I just was doing. Um, like convention stuff, not like uh-huh. on a set, but I got to Greg Nicotero. Like I got to um, see a panel with him and Tom Savini. Hey. Um, they were talking about how they came up with the official horror movie, Blood Color. And then eventually <laughs> oh. one of them just a knife and slits his hand open and said, see, I told you it was too red. And so. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> And that kind of inspired me, but I finally, I got to meet Greg Nicotero um, 
one time when I was in Georgia and I had, he was always like so busy and I didn't want to be that person that bothered mm. him when he finally got to sit down and eat his lunch. <laughs> right. So finally I did get to meet him and he's just super cool because like, so I, my, my degree was in theater and history and mm. he has a degree in th- history and he's, any of his new makeup artists that comes and works with him, he makes them go and um, go to um, the morgue and look at actual oh, like, dead bodies and wow. he wants it to be like the autonomy. And, and so I would say I do, um, I love the stuff that he does on the walking dead because they put a lot of work into it mm-hmm. um, and stuff. But I really also just in the eighties, like the nightmare before or on Elm streets and hit yeah. punch through the hands. And right. I feel like if you're just thinking about this as you're like, ah, that doesn't look, that but the the timing of all of these rigs that's going off at the same time mm-hmm. um it's super awesome yeah uh, what was your first like uh i guess just since it's october what was like what was your first um project where you kind of like worked with like gore effects um let's see were you like making exploding heads like in high school and stuff <laughs> like i would have um, done that to try to like get like Pretend I, I was sick, like I broke my arm. I did not um get into too much, but I did um I guess my first project was uh my senior year. We were doing um Hamlet and oh. I had a bunch of cosmetology mannequins left <laughs> over. And so I took one and I used flour and glue and mixed it together and I made a paste over her face and I made her really witchy looking and I gave her warts and I painted her this humany green color and I made her hair all scraggly and I gave her a shawl and I turned that in as my final project. I was super oh, wait, excited. Did, did you accepted. say did you said you said for Hamlet? Mm-hmm. Is uh, Wait, uh, which which character are you talking? Is it the one of the witches? Hamlet. Am I off? I no, that's off. Hamlet, right? The three witches. Oh, it is Hamlet. No, that's Macbeth. Double, double, toil, oh, trouble. Macbeth. Macbeth. Yeah, it right. It is okay. Macbeth. Listen, I feel like that's like the 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 scary part of being people just are like, you like Shakespeare, and I'm like, I mean, he's our. Right. No, he's pretty cool. Jennifer likes Shakespeare more than Hamlet, I do. Hamlet had the we people. can just say fuck Shakespeare. That's fine. <laughs> Hamlet had the people uh, in the graveyard playing with bones, though, right? Mm, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah probably. Yeah. 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 I get the. I get them confused a lot myself. I. I just thought you were talking about like Ophelia or something. It's like that's a Ophelia, that's a cool yeah. fucking direction for Ophelia. It's oh, just you know what? Wish. That would be a way cooler. That would have been a way cooler. Yeah. She rises from the fucking from the the sea or whatever the hell she drowns herself in oh yeah like, that's I, a better I, ending oh look what is in the room with me right now oh okay. yeah there she is <laughs> <laughs> just chilling. Like we have like a very similar aesthetic like maybe this is just like a sibling thing <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> were your parents into any of the stuff you guys are into absolutely not now they just listen to country <laughs> actively discourage it I remember um, getting made fun of in high school because I didn't know what like video game shit were and like <laughs> I didn't know any nerdy stuff. My parents don't even watch sci-fi. My parents don't watch horror. My parents watch like procedural crime dramas and that's it. And like wholesome American movies. 
I snuck the Blair Witch Project into our house and they took that <laughs> yeah. away and they took the Nightmare Before Christmas away and they Nightmare took for Christmas. Christmas. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh no. Pentecostals are really, really like different, even different than like mainstream evangelicals. The Pentecostal religion we grew up in is really against anything that they would consider demonic. But it's so, so like, fun. <laughs> demonic yeah. is so much fun. Anti-Harry Potter fervor. Is- yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, by the time Harry Potter came out, I feel like our parents were more relaxed. We had a lot of cousins that weren't allowed to watch Harry Potter. My mom didn't stuff. want me to have uh, get any Harry Potter books. Uh, I thank her every day, honestly. <laughs> Very happy about that. <laughs> yeah, I I was given it and I enjoyed them until like the fourth or fifth one. And I was like, yeah, this is just getting too long. Like I don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm a super fan. Finished. I have a Harry Potter tattoo and now a trans cousin, so <laughs> um, well yeah my my daughter she had a lightning bolt shaved into her head so she's really she's really into harry potter somewhere uh, she has a wand i'm not gonna go hunt it down but I, <laughs> I i make props for the kids sometimes i take halloween way too serious oh that's oh, like yeah. the cool that's cool as hell though and yeah. i'm the opposite my cut my kids uh cousin on the other on their their dad's side of the family they went to a birthday party and the birthday party was a costume party and it was in like August. And I told my kids, I was like, you pick out these costumes now. And those are going to be the ones for Halloween too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did they pick? Uh, for the second year in a row, picked an obscure video cam video game character. I'd never heard of. Your, and your t- kid's so weird. Your kid's so weird. It's going <laughs> to end up so weird. I know. <laughs> he's gonna end up making noise and shit, having a podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, he's gonna be the weird. Like my my oldest is definitely gonna be like something weird. Like I wish I could yeah. find a good way for him to out outlet this because like yeah. I like I'm signing him up for I think a filmmaking class on out oh, school. Cool. Nice, hell yeah. And then right. my youngest is going through a frog obsession, so he just wanted to be a frog. That's what That's cool Julie's yeah. phobia is too. I know, and my sister has a phobia of frogs. And then I had to buy a pet frog. Did you? Did I tell you oh, that wow. I bought? Not yeah, its over. name is Kermit. We don't know its gender, so we're trying to practice non-binary pronouns on the frog, even though it's Kermit. So I misgender it constantly. Kermit, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, yeah. And uh, and a fun thing about the frog is that it sits around and does nothing. I'd never owned an animal before that wasn't like. <laughs> That like you have to feed live prey no. to frogs. It won't uh, eat yeah. dead. Right, it won't right. eat dead shit. And so I have to. So I essentially adopted like a shit ton of animals because now I have a separate smaller cage that like mealworms and crickets live in. Nice. Guess who? You have to the, feed those or? Yeah. I mean, I put little. They, ca- the, I, I bought a cage and it came with what it was like a little food thing. Like uh, a, it, it's literally like it looks like styrofoam. It's like this little. It's like nutritional block. Okay. I don't know what it is. And, <laughs> and guess who the only person that takes care of the frog is? It's you. Me. It's is me. It, does it does it like sing opera when only you were? It working? doesn't do shit. It's a Pac-Man frog. It doesn't do anything except bury itself in the dirt and lay around. Nice. Let it just let it let it run free. Let it eat flies or whatever in your kitchen. My, my cat will eat it. Uh, Her uh, cat will eat it. Yeah. It's not it's not the high kind of frog, is it? I, I wish. Yeah, I, don't I don't think know. they let you sell those in America. This was the uh, only. We got the Pac Man frog because it was the only frog at the pet go. Damn Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful with those crickets because, like, my brother had a lizard when we were kids and he had to feed it crickets, like a little animal. 
and uh, those crickets can escape and then just like live in your walls and drive you insane. <laughs> oh my god, that there does sound go, awful. Yeah. And my and my cat is almost more obsessed with the crickets than the frog. And like we had to move the crickets to be on the mantle because he was knocking over the cage constantly to see if he could open it to get to the crickets. Hmm. Mm. And it. Yeah. Oh, Devin had a pet praying mantis one time. He had it for a while and he used to feed it crickets. And he said one time one of them, it broke his praying mantis's arm. Whoa. Yeah. And he, how did it do that? I didn't know crickets could fight. But he said it never, he said it lived for a couple more weeks after that, but he never fully recovered after the cricket. Yeah. You can't really take that to the vet. Oh my God. My my praying mantis's exoskeleton back. I just rem- I was just reminded of uh the fly too, which was uh yes, Jeff Goldblum. The fly too, no, like the second, yeah, the second, oh, one, the second one. Yeah, the second one that's made by oh. directed by uh Chris Wallace. Uh who not did... return to the fly was Vincent Price. It's not based on that. No, this one stars Eric Stoltz um playing oh. uh playing his son, Jeff Goldblum's son, like years later, and then he like goes through the test and does it himself. But it was I. I thought I was thinking it was the the guy who did the effects for the first one, but I don't think that was him, right? Uh, oh no, it was Chris Wallace. Um, but are there any good films made by a like a special effects guy? Like, did you can you think of anyone where they moved into like directing and made something good? Greg Nicotero. Yeah, what do you make? He's well, he's like he's doing the Walking Dead, but he did a lot of oh. like the Day of the Dead and stuff. But he he started oh. with um a lot of those guys. They started off um in that old school like horror where they were like just absolutely just finding what they could, making it. Um, and he actually he's directing a lot of the episodes on there too. Hmm. Um, nice. And yeah, so he he's I think he does a good job with because he understands um and you can definitely like that's something cool about shows that like switch um is you can see how the same story like every episode's its own little thing because um yeah i kind of gave that show up for a bit but then i, I went back to it and it kind of brought it back <laughs> oh there's, there's a guest appearance <laughs> Hi. 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 um yeah i I feel bad I can never get into The Walking Dead. I don't I don't know what it is about it for me. It um I feel like if if you're it depends on what you're in there for. <laughs> um cuz there's something I'm not a big fan of t- uh time jumps and I feel and and they did that quite a bit and uh, I I quit watching it for a while but then I had a baby and I caught back up cuz I was at the house for a while. Uh, yeah. Um and it yeah, um, I didn't ever get into the spinoffs that they had, though. Yeah, there's like four now, right? One of them was filmed in Richmond so. here. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because I was actually at the park, and I never, though I did, I ran into a Law & Order thing when I was in New York, because uh, I ran into that being filmed. But then, like, I was just at the park, and I was with this, this is, so, the next sentence is so Jennifer. I was with this pastor friend of mine smoking weed at the park. and so we were just sitting and so then we tried to walk over to this other area and they were like oh this is closed off it's like a huge massive park and we were like oh what's going on they're like they're filming i don't remember something walking dead 
And I was like, okay, cool. The one sounds kind of cool. The one on the submarine. You don't see a lot of zombies on boats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is, you see that in, is that uh, Zombie by Lucio Fulci? Well, that take, that takes place in the water, right? There's like a scene in the water. I've seen a while since I've seen that. I can't, I can't, I can't remember it super well. I don't know. I'm gonna tell you one of my. This might not be a favorite, like for a lot of people, but it's one of my favorite horror movies, and that is Thirteen Ghosts. Just Thirteen Ghosts. Oh my! Yes, the remake with just the... because the makeups in that movie is so fantastic, and plus I love Matthew Lillard. So yeah, Shannon Elizabeth is in that, right? Yeah, that would. Yeah, she, I she's remember, always playing like teenagers when she was like clearly like twenty. <laughs> I saw that movie like right after I first saw American Pie, so I do. Like, I they're like they're entwined in my memory, kind of. Is yeah, also, yeah, that, that yeah. makes sense. That was I loved like I love the concept of the ghost too. I remember like I I got rented the DVD of Blockbuster or something like that, and they had like the special features of like the backstories of all the ghosts, and I thought they looked so fucking cool. They that's it's just so it's good makeup. Yeah, it's good makeup, and you know, and then like of course, like there's like random stuff that you just watch to see how much gore you can see, like the hills have eyes and uh, right. the house of a thousand corpses and Jeepers Creepers, which um to you know that's that's cool. I, that I guess I see. I look at when I'm watching movies, I kind of look at the different stuff. So that's like. It's like a makeup and a set at the same time. And when you think about this, like someone sitting there making all this fake skin, sewing mm-hmm. all this fake skin together, um, then it's super, I don't know. I guess I like stuff like that. And of course, like sometimes I'm like the acting, <laughs> the plot, <laughs> sure, but I'm yeah. like the makeup or whatever. So, um, and I've tried to get into newer horror movies, but uh I feel like it always takes a 10 year gap. Like you have to wait 10 years for them to be worth watching. Really? <laughs> they sort of yeah. age line. <laughs> well, and that's something me and my husband, we've slowly started watching, like are letting um, the oldest, like watch a couple of little things and like rewatching the movies. Like you're like, Oh, for some reason, this seemed more nostalgic and, and cooler or, or you laugh at things that you're like, I didn't mm-hmm. think that was funny, but now it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. Like we watched uh, her first one, her first slasher. I let her watch her first slasher. I'm how old is your how old is your your oldest? She's eleven. She's about 11. to turn okay. twelve. Okay, cool. So cool, cool. um so. but she's 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 a reader and she's she's got a good head. So yeah. uh, I let her watch Nightmare um on Elm Street. Elm Street. And uh, for some nice. reason I one. just remember Johnny Depp. Like I just remember that scene where he dies, like it just being so terrible, like really and yeah. then I went back through and I was like, you know what? That wasn't so bad. Am I just like becoming desensitized? <laughs> like, what, how did how did she feel about happened? it? She didn't she didn't really react and I don't know Lame. if it's like, <laughs> just like, like <laughs> just I see this like, on Instagram no. all the time. That's funny. I I instead of like because I want because I, like not that I have dreams, but because I was interested in film for a while, I tried to get him to watch like classic movies so i was like we're gonna watch the godfather so like, <laughs> <laughs> so like where you started <laughs> this is how you started embezzlement business so. yeah so i didn't mean to say his name again sorry rob that's all right i'll cut it you know what we just we just really we really watched um we watched jaws and jurassic park 
Wait, mm-hmm. oh, I, I think I let the Jaws. That's well, the one. I didn't realize how like that movie. Like so. I said course... it again, Rob. Okay, it's just <laughs> not going to be my name. So. <laughs> the robot shark, like he's pretty cool. Like, it, but you know what? If you're really looking at the the limbs, like they, so they get the hand that they they found inside of the shark and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's a really good prop, and um, I guess like that was something I underappreciated. I was just watching um, the other day uh, The Gate from the 80s, which I seen uh, before at a double feature or something. And I was just appreciating in that. Like, it's clearly like sets and it's like falling up, like the house is like falling apart and stuff. And it was like occurring to me, like one of the things I really like about all these sets and all these practical effects too, is that like they feel more dreamlike to me, like as opposed to just these phantomagorphic fucking... Uh, like stranger things like these like all these wiggly hell whatever huge landscapes like paintings like when it's like actually like a set like everything it just or makeup it generally feels like it's just slightly off to me it just feels uncanny enough to be unsettling still instead of just you say you can like um you can suspend your disbelief a little bit easier because it's like yeah cool. trying yeah, to be realistic I mean, as much yeah, you don't even have to suspend your belief. I mean, to some extent, because you're actually watching actors interact with something too. But uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, like it's just—it feels like everything feels real, but slightly off compared to all the CGI. I actually, I let my I let my kids watch the birds this summer, but then a, last week I forgot. I let my oldest watch Psycho with me, and and I swear to God, this happens. It sounds like it's fake, but it's not like he turns over to me like we meet norman bates for the first time and my oldest and he was just saying like oh you know like a boy what did uh, norman Bates goes oh a boy's best friend is his mother and my son turns to me and goes that's right mom that's how that's so cute <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let's true. keep yeah. watching the movie i was like let's keep watching the movie buddy i think we need to spend some time apart son <laughs> <laughs> The first time I saw Psycho was in a theater and um, at that scene when the detective is walking up the stairs and then... Uh, oh my God, that scene freaks fucked me up. Yeah, that scene I is... That scene's so yeah. scary. And I the saw per- that in theaters on like, Halloween too. Like, it's like yeah. the pacing I, of it's fucking horrifying. Oh my God. And the person in front of me was like jumped like we all jumped but the guy in front of me jumped so hard that he threw his tub of popcorn up in the air and it <laughs> flew like two rows ahead of him and landed upside down on this girl's head <laughs> you know what movie is, is like one scene from a movie that i remember watching that really messed me up um i don't know like it, it's not i don't actually even remember a whole bunch about the plot but i remember this shot so it was called um it was with jennifer lopez of all people and it was with it was called the cell i remember and that movie so, oh, yeah, so yeah. okay and so they go into the kid's brain right yeah and one of the shots you see and i'm a, i was totally a horse person right and so <laughs> there was like a horse in his dream and then as it goes through you get to the next shot and it's just like this horse sliced up and like a bazillion oh, between, yeah. squeezed between. And for some reason, that one, it really disturbed me. <laughs> so just seeing it all. I like, remember. I don't think I've seen that It was put together and then yeah. it like panned to it where you see. So you, like when she walks in, it looks like yeah. the horse is normal. And then it and the horse is all sliced up. Yeah. 
it's like, I, the, like the bodies exhibit or whatever oh or yeah damien i went to see that in person damien hearst yeah they, i like damien yeah. stuff he has a bunch of weird stuff where like maggots just eat each other and then like reproduce and it's just a dead <laughs> that's some crazy stuff I, he made a skull like a real human skull and like he made a real human skull well he took it and he like put gold in it and stuff and oh yeah i've seen yeah like that's right yeah a couple of million dollars flaming lips so. at one point wrote that uh they they had that period where they wrote like an eight hour song and then like a 12 hour song and then a 24 hour long song yeah and they released the 24-hour song physically on a flash drive that was in, that was like embedded inside of human skulls. No, it was a gummy. It was a gummy human skull. I, sw- it was, I swear it was, it was a real human skull. It was made out of gummy. It was made out of gummy. I I, I contemplated like buying it for a long time. I don't even <laughs> like to play with that much, but I like gummy. Yeah, especially now. Um, yeah. Uh, what were you uh, gonna say before, Julie? About uh, we were talking about um like sets and makeup and stuff and there was there seemed like there was something you wanted to say about the like the realism or the lack of realism <laughs> kind of like at enhancing the story oh, um i'm i'm not 100 percent sure <laughs> i have oh, to well. go back but no, um okay. yeah i'm bad at so i have adhd that's okay we're bad at it we're we bad probably at all do things <laughs> just uh that was like a topic that's interesting to us so like we were like oh maybe <laughs> oh it's a sets um well that's i i i do like doing sets and and props and stuff like that too and how how character development and why why this space would be how this space is mm-hmm. Um, and even like, that's, I think, I think a lot of things, like I really try to get into the American horror stories and they have beautiful props and sets and some cool acting and stuff like that. But for me, it was just like, sometimes a little too much. (laughs) Really? Um, Okay. I've never seen the show, but I think Ryan Murphy is generally like one of the main people doing camp right now genuinely (laughs) yeah i like a lot of his stuff and that's the thing like i think together oh so that was something um jennifer got me i started the dahmer series i haven't finished it um no spoilers no i'm just kidding (laughs) 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 but um, he kills that person that's what happens um but but the shots and um i was i think a lot of people the shots and the acting of that it's just good cinematography even if you're kind of sick about hearing about jeffrey dahmer is I feel like the filmmakers in that, um, even if you feel like it's a kind of controversial thing, because I know there's a lot of- Is it any more controversial than any other white girl with a true crime podcast? I guess maybe they make more money. I don't know. (sighs) You know, I don't, I just, I personally, I think that they're doing, they are doing a lot of story, like that, the perspective that they're telling I don't think it's been told a lot. And I think that some people, they're getting so angry because they're sick of hearing about Jeffrey Dahmer that they're not appreciating it for the cinematography and the aspects were, of that story that they're... Were people talking about Jeffrey Dahmer a lot before this series came out? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, not in Jeffrey missed- Dahmer. <laughs> was, um, there was like three... There, there was one. Yeah. My friend Dahmer yeah. came out. Yeah. Before, Dahmer like, and Ted that. Bundy just happened to be very in vogue for some reason. They had a yeah. renaissance of sorts. And um, John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm surprised there hasn't been a John Wayne Gacy movie because I feel like... There's, There's been so one, crazy. and it was terrible. Because- I, I, I've seen one movie, and it was really but- bad. 
they have the Sufjan Stevens song, and that's really all you need. Well, yeah, but I mean, like people love like the horror clown stuff. Like I'm surprised that's true. there hasn't really yeah. been. Um, a John Wayne Gacy does make a in one like they show a scene with John Wayne Gacy in the Dahmer series to demonstrate the difference between Dahmer and Gacy and how Gacy just like like that Dahmer I guess like didn't want his people to suffer or whatever I don't know it was still pretty fucked up that's a weird thing to uh like commend him for I don't I think I think as filmmakers this is my personal I think when you have people like Ted Bundy who's killing women and Jeffrey Dahmer who's killing like um uh gay black men and stuff I feel like it's easier for them to kill them like to to, you know like they'll attack it and that's terrible like I feel like it's a bad stereotype whereas they don't want to have to be the person that portrayed somebody killing a bunch of 12 year old boys and stuff and of course Jeffrey Dahmer like I'm I mean that's why I think I like this new series more is because they're talking about like how Dahmer got away with it is because the court systems were racist and stuff like that yeah Um, They, they they had a real recording of like a black neighbor complaining about I mean I think it was it was reenacted, but it was an actual script. It was reenacted, yeah. but it was like, they're like, this is a baby. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so this guy's eating people. Can you come down here? No. Yeah. The thing I always, the always, thing I always struck was a teenager when I started like vaguely getting into serial killer stuff for a minute, like a lot of teenagers do. Mm-hmm. Like, I was always really struck by the fact that the, the cops just <clears throat> brought that guy back. Like, like it's, it's just. insane. Do <laughs> you want to hear a real, another real fact that was in the series that, that the cop who, brought the victim back to the serial killer eventually was made captain of the police union not fired yeah well he, he didn't crazy. actually kill him so probably yeah, killed a bunch of other people. i i just feel like that like that cop should be in prison as well yeah i mean that, that's insane you're here fuck 12 yeah <laughs> i know he's uh he's exemplary of the police unions by uh by uh, failing upward that way. Yeah, I didn't kill anybody. Way. I just let I just let a kid be killed. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot more than a lot of other cops can say. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, at least he has a, a barrier there. Mm. Um, do you have any uh any uh other suggestions for horror films for this month? Because I'm I since you and Brandon both love it, I'm gonna. Okay. Okay. What is it? I got like all right. My my husband, he's pretty good at picking ones, and it's it's terrible but you have to accept it for what it is and oh, we'll it was, yeah. it's yeah. bad these guys yeah. will watch those kinds of movies and, uh, and it took us for uh it's called meatball machine i'm surprised i haven't heard of this oh yes yeah. that sounds and it's like really like cringy kind of but it's uh, like he made me watch it and it was it it, it made me happy oh it's uh it's not uh american it's no Japanese? no it's not no Japanese. yeah it has, yeah. it's really really oh, oh no. and a, one that you should watch that colin told me about julie is um velocipaster oh i've already seen it <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm on a velocipaster three the <laughs> the final sermon what was the one we watched a really bad one the other day and Devin he fell asleep way into it and i i fell asleep like 20 minutes 
it was with Denise Richards and Paul Walker and it was called Tammy and the T-Rex. And it was so terrible. It was so terrible. And like Paul Walker, I don't know. He He gets eaten by a lion. Yeah. He plays the T-Rex and they take his brain and they put it in a bowl. And then he's like in charge of this T-Rex robot. And like, there's even this one scene where he takes his friend and he boop, 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 pats him on the shoulder with his little T-Rex hands that are somehow just like two little boop, boop. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just to bring this back. I just want to say real quickly, since we talked about going to the morgue and stuff, I actually, I did go to the morgue that Paul, uh, Paul Walker was autopsied at. That's creepy. Yeah. Oh man. I heard that, that was like the was first a... question they asked. Oh my God. <laughs> so what do you do? For a living, like what? Are you, why are you in the morgue? Why was I in the morgue? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a DUI when I was uh, like about eight years ago. Um, around the, probably around, I think around the time that Paul Walker died, and um, I, I got arrested in LA County. And at that time, um, part of the rehabilitation portion of that was you had it was a scared straight program. Uh, and for adults, got a tour for adults for young adults, and you <laughs> had to take a tour of the LA County morgue. And yeah. you're just like, do I have to do another one to get to come back here? Yeah, kind of. I don't know. It's 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 weird, man. Like, because you 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 like, I saw a body being processed. Like somebody had just died like five minutes ago, and it was like just wheeled in. And it's now being they're being, and now their final swan songs to be used as a prop for some like like cop program. Exactly. I'll say like I'll, poltergeist I'll, where they used real dead bodies. Right. Yeah, That's, and they, uh, yeah, they didn't tell they did, actors yeah. about it either. Holy shit. In the pool scene, right? It was like, yeah. The, like, yeah, where like yeah. they were coming up from the ground. What, like what? Uh, donate the science bodies, like the skulls people use? Yeah, well, and so that, that's actually probably where I really got into. So um, when we were growing up, my grandfather, he used to babysit me a lot. And he was a biology professor. And it's crazy because I went to this college and everything's like locked up. But when I was little in the 90s, I was allowed to play with these dead like specimen jars. They they weren't just animals. Like there was one and it was somebody, his hand, he was still Uh alive but he got his oh. mutated. And so there I was just playing with that. There was this, this hairball of the little that, girl. The hairball always freaked me out. Wow. Yeah, do yeah. that. And so she would have hair. It was, and they cut it out of her, I think stomach. And then there was this skeleton named Oscar and he was a real <laughs> human like skeleton. Wow. And he was just hanging out in there. And my grandpa, he would just leave me alone with all these dead things <laughs> all the time. All right, fun. And it was, yeah, he was cool. like, and it, no, it was all good and fun. And then one time I was looking under this microscope and he had all these like slides of diseases and viruses uh, and I was playing with it and I snapped one in half accidentally. And I just started like bawling my eyes out. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, everybody here is going to die. Just on Everyone has Ebola. Like, and oh he was God. like laughing at me and I was like literally mortified. He was like that. It doesn't work that way. You're fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. That's awesome. That sounds so cool. Rob, it, it cost us like fucking 40 bucks to go to the motor museum. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. So expensive. I uh, have been out. watching these law law and orders, these like old ones from like 2000s. Right now we're like 
we're, I'm like at the end of season 11 and it's like May 2001. So I'm waiting for the tone of the show to shift entirely with oh. September with 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they Just to had get real one... racist. Every yeah, villain had... has, a, has a turban or something because they don't <laughs> understand the difference. They had one episode where these animal activists released these animals, these monkeys and that one they had been infected with aids because they were looking for an aids vaccine and so then it was just like this like biological hazard to like all humans well did they use real did they use real monkeys I, don't, I, don't, I feel like we didn't even yeah. see monkeys like it was just the aftermath and like discussing oh, it okay. like law and order couldn't afford to get monkeys yeah because <laughs> since since i since i watched nope i've been trying to figure out like when they kind of stopped using real chimpanzees as much hmm. yeah i don't think i i feel like people were still using real monkeys but like law and order probably just has like a budget they can't afford like animal training. Probably, and, yeah. Like... It's like a, they just have like little kids that they like paste hair on. <laughs> um, Do you think there's any good uses of C- CGI in horror or any other kind of movie? Um, I like to see when they're blended really well. Mm. Um, was we were watching something. Um, and it was like if you time everything correctly so your cgi what was so yesterday i was watching a video and they took the skewer and it went through her head and her eyeball popped out and that was like and then but they splashed blood on the screen and it didn't it didn't turn out as well as i wanted because i was watching this whole process of it going together but had they toned it up and they had gotten it all pulled together nice and tightly i think it would have looked really cool but so i think there is definitely because obviously like you can there's only so many things you can do um without uh, um with humans yeah and and smashing them um yeah this is this is pretty fucking cool man like yeah i I, I love practical effects like (laughs) i feel like maybe i feel like maybe that's a mark of getting older like as a horror fan like where you're like oh like I want puppets back in my movies. Well, but, yeah, for I sure. I want squibs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've just been thinking the entire time, too, about um, one of my favorite things was in, um, I think, the first Creep Show with, with the guy who's, like, afraid of germs, and at the end of it, he just explodes bugs everywhere. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, you have to... On a side note, being like, um, there is a creep show. I don't think it's very old. It's a newer one where um, it is illustrated, and it's one about a guy who gets trapped on an island, and then another one about a girl at a circus. But they're like making fun of like millennials, like taking pictures of everything. Or this I think is, she might be like Gen yeah. X, but this is the um, Shutter series. Um, I think it was on Shutter, but oh, so it's actually it's animated. It. It's an animated. Oh, okay. I thought you might be talking about a comic or something. That's yeah. No, it's it's an animated creep show, and it's it's pretty cool. So I I would check that out if you guys. I I do love that shit, man. Like I love like the old EC horror comics, like the Tales from the Crypt and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I guess I'll stop recording now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)